0: This is an area code podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Tea, the place for delightful conversations about tough topics. I am with Grandmaster Jankity Jank herself, (laughs) Jasmine (laughs) (laughs) Hall.
1: It's me. You sound so bright and shiny this morning, Portia Collins.
0: Well, you know, you give me such a hard time. I got to do it to you every once, every once in a while. Bright
1: and shiny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, how has your weekend, your days, all of that? Tell me all your business.
1: It's Black History Month. It
0: is, boo. I'm just like, I'm black. I'm black.
1: (laughs) I'm blingity, blingity, black. (laughs) We Black. (laughs) Oh, I mean, we black every month, obviously. But, but this, like, this is subscribe. the one that
0: we that we celebrate the blackness, just, huh? Like, <laughs>
1: celebrate it a, a little louder, you know, a little louder than normal. My celebration gets louder and louder. Like as the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? My black is beautiful. But in February, cel- pull, pull out all the stops.
0: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mad about it. So what? What like? Are you? What are you doing on your social media? Um, sorry, guys, if y'all hear all that craziness in the background, I gotta we have we have children. I we know have children. we have children, and yeah. so just,
1: it is thankfully, it.
0: Daddy is home today, and so he is help helping me wrangle my. I mean, it ain't even like I got a whole bunch of kids, man. That's but all it, right, all it you bef- need is one. First of all, let me let me just back up before we go into the wonderful black history things that we're gonna talk about. I just need to reel it back and say, listen, this three year old drama that I'm dealing with, I like it's about to take me out. Do you hear me? Like it is about to take me out. So Emmy has just been like I, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, awareness of autonomy or I don't know what it is, but she like about to take me out. Homegirl told me <laughs> the other day, I told her, I was like, I'm not playing Get! I was trying to get her out of the room that I was in because I was doing something. And I was like, go and do this. And I said, I'm not playing Get! And she looked me square in the eye and she said, I'm not playing too. And so I'm like. Dum, dum, dum. and you know i ain't i ain't pop off she didn't get pop off portia but i just want y'all to know that i am on the struggle bus with parenting we are trying to she's three she's not potty trained yet don't judge me judge somebody else <laughs> <laughs> but like i am i'm like it, 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 it's hard out here in these parenting streets so i just wanted to go ahead and um Say that for the record. <laughs> if, if there are any mamas out there who are... And listen, when y'all see me on Instagram and I be in, posting all these encouraging mess- messages to mamas and stuff like that... I just want y'all to know I'm really talking to myself. Like ninety-eight percent of the time, I just be trying to encourage myself because I'm struggling. Bro, that's
1: a thing. I don't even think people understand that with like motherhood or wifehood or mm-hmm. whatever. Like I wrote a post about trust the other day. <laughs> and I was like you talking to yourself? Like, I you knew. <laughs> I know that when you read it, you're like, okay, so she really <laughs>
0: I feel you. If anybody feel you, hope, I feel you. Because I promise. I w- I wrote a post about motherhood Saturday, and I was talking to myself. Like, keep at it, mama. Keep going, girl. Like, encourage yourself, boo-boo.
1: What <laughs> is that song, Sometimes You Have to Encourage Oh, baby, us. don't give me a Sometimes you
0: have to encourage yourself. Baby, that was me, baby. Did you hear me? <laughs> So yeah, so I just want you people out there to know, like for real, you are not on the parenting struggle bus by yourself. No Me way. and Jasmine right there with you. One of us, be, we take turns driving the bus. So yes. we, we in this together.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, girl. So what are we talking about today? Girl, so we were talking about Black History Month. We were. We got off on them. We I'm sorry. We were talking about the... Ch- that your child is black. So, you know, <laughs> it's all in the family. We good. Um... <laughs> What I'm doing on social media for Black History Month is every day of, first of all, my social media, like I said, every day of the week. Because the book that I'm writing right now is very like Black women, Black Christian women, Black Mm -hmm. missionaries, Black writers, Mm -hmm. Black stories, Mm -hmm. Black history. I'm into Mm -hmm. it, but I'm ramping it up for February. And Mm -hmm. every day in February, I am posting a book Mm -hmm. written by a Black person. Mm-hmm. about black people mm-hmm. um a lot of the books that i use in my research for my upcoming book about 10 black christian women in american history mm-hmm. um some fiction some non mm-hmm. some biographies some, you know just mixing yeah. it up yeah you know i think this is a
0: really good time because I, I you know i i hear the question i know it's coming i've heard people say this it annoys me sometimes i'm gonna be honest well, why do we have a Black History Month? Or, oh, and y'all, I'm not trying to be patronizing. Like, so pardon my voice. I'm being patronizing, <laughs> But, or even questions like, well, why does that have to be descriptors for Christians? A Black Christian? Or why can't it be just a Christian? Okay, we all know that. First of all, hear us when we say, me and Jasmine 100% affirm that our identity is in Christ. Absolutely. However, comma, we cannot
1: just like, or and, not even however, just and, and And. (laughs) our identity is in Christ and And we are black women. (laughs) Okay. And guess
0: who made us black women? Well, you know, let's see. Um, can, I, can I get the Lord for 100, it was please? It okay. was him. Like, he did it on purpose. So, check this out. I was reading in my Bible reading last night. This was actually... So, I got my regular... See, I be doing the most, but I don't care. Anyway, I got my regular Bible reading. I've got my school bible reading okay and then i just kind of got my well i got my teaching bible reading which i've kind of pushed it together with my regular bible reading anyway my school bible reading last night she tried
1: to let y'all know she be in the word
0: go i she'd do man in it, in it like it, a good tea i was gonna say but listen jasmine you know me as you know like that is my
1: happy place it is it's like, like- it's one of those things where like all of us need to be in the Word, right? All of us need to be in the Word. But in addition to the Word, I'm going to be reading. I'm always going to be reading something. I'm reading a biography about Ida B. Wells right now. I'm uh-huh. reading, like, I just can't yes. help it. I want to read everything. You want to read? I want to know. I want to know. But same. the thing about Portia is she also wants to know. But it's, like, 90% <laughs> theological that she wants it to know. Like, is. me, I'm like, I want to know history. I want to <laughs> know how it all fits together. And she's like, yes, biblically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yes, my leisurely
1: reading is Bible reading. <laughs> right, anyway. Right.
0: I was reading. I read Acts one through twelve, and specifically, I can't remember around uh, Ooh, what chapter. I already know where
1: you're going, and my little spirit is hopping up and down. What, what
0: the Ethiopian eunuch? I That's it. Yes. Was like, okay. 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 <laughs> and, go. Okay. And the fact that he is specifically described yes. as he—they didn't just say eunuch or whatever, he is specifically described as an Ethiopian eunuch. And actually, if you look all throughout the book of Acts... You are seeing descriptors for different types of people, whether they were Jew or Gentile or Hellenist, or you see all of these descriptors. There is purpose in that. And it does not... I was going to say... Tell us why. Because you got to know
1: what the book of Acts is about first. I think this this episode is changing into something else entirely. It is. And and we're going with it. It
0: is. We're going
1: with it. So let's just
0: pause and tell the people, like, we don't script (laughs) this. We say this all the time, but we are literally... Having a conversation. But let's go here. I was like, let's go here. I want you to go. So so I was reading and I was like, you know, I think it is amazing that all of these, like, like I said, different sex of people, um, sex. I can't get it out. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Sects, okay. <laughs> All of these different people—they're mentioning, they're described like where they came from, from who they were. Um, like I said, the Hellenists, the Hebrews, and I'm like, why? Well, if you think about the purpose of Acts is, and and, and even theologians often say that it really could be called, instead of being called Acts of the Apostles, it could be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so it shows Mm -hmm. how the Holy Spirit takes All these different people from different areas, from Jerusalem to Samaria to out to the ends of the earth. And the spirit is what unites them. But the spirit doesn't erase the fact that these people came from different, like, honestly, I feel like It's magnified all the more because it's like, look, I can take these people with even like with the speaking in tongues, the people with different dialects, different languages,
1: different languages, and
0: they're able to communicate in a language that is foreign to them all by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I think that that is one of the biggest things that we miss when we try to erase you're ethnicity. To yes. Yes, and we missed the the potential or how well we can see mm-hmm. just how big the unifying work of the spirit is when yep. we just try to say, okay, well let me just erase the fact that she's a black woman.
1: Oh, I had somebody in my inbox the other day and if you're listening sis, I love you. Don't don't be upset. <laughs> but they were like, I don't understand why you have to be a Black Christian. Like, why can't you just be mm-hmm. a Christian? And a big part of my work is bringing to light Black Christian historical figures who we do not know. No. Right. And one of the reasons why that's been so impactful for me, I grew up in white evangelical circles. Although I don't think that it's unique to me not knowing Black historical figures but I will say all of my heroes were white, white missionaries, white teachers, white, you know, and Mary Slessor and Gladys Alward and Amy Carmichael and Elizabeth Elliot. And, you know, I just grew up steeped in those stories and I love those stories. And as a black little girl, you know, Cory ten Boom yep, means the world to me. I it doesn't say, matter. I love me some Corrie ten Right. Boom, it doesn't baby. matter what color she is. She means the world to me. Mm-hmm. So, but, but as an adult, I'm looking back and realizing that I thought that I was some kind of exception to a rule. God usually calls white people. He usually mm-hmm. uses white people. Sometimes mm-hmm. every once in a while he uses other people, but like white people are the ones, like those are the, those are the visible ones. And so as an adult, I've been able to see like, no, God has been using and calling and setting apart yep. black folks too. Yeah, Not in the sense that that makes us better, he hasn't forgotten us. He's not overlooking anybody. Ex- exactly, and he can use
0: anybody. And, I and think that's that the
1: story. That's the story of Acts. It's got it's yes. the Great Commission going forward to everybody, all, everybody from yes. every tribe, every mm-hmm. tongue, every name. Like just going mm-hmm. forward. And when we diminish the, di- like when we diminish the diversity to nothing, mm-hmm. we are not able to see the beautiful tapestry that God is working together. Come, like oh. this this hebrew man died on a cross Mm -hmm. for for the sins of the world yeah and i'm over here literally i'm on the other side of the world Mm -hmm. and because people were obedient to the message of the gospel Mm. i know the message of that man come on girl And because of because of people's obedience to the gospel on this side of the world, they think go back to the other side of the world, yep. they're just they're just crossing the world over and over, over again and over to it. spread his faithfulness to all different kinds of people in all different kinds of places and like when you when you diminish ethnicity culture mm-hmm. it, for the sake of unity, right right you miss such a huge picture
0: right, right. and and I say I don't think it's ununifying to say to to acknowledge those differences or if it's
1: ununifying worship if it's ununifying then why does the bible acknowledge them exactly why does paul say he's a hebrew among hebrews and i know some i was talking to somebody else they were like well he meant religiously no he didn't mean religiously only because he still was a hebrew among hebrews even after he was saved right right or or like think about what he just said i literally
0: just talked about this He recognized who he was, but he also says, I become all things to all people for the sake of like spreading the gospel. So it's like he's aware, but he knew how to culturally assimilate in some to some degree or how to connect with people who did not come from the same background, which means which implies what he had to have some awareness Yep. Of ethnicity, of culture backgrounds, of, of, yep. of all of those things. He had to have some awareness of that.
1: Yeah. So it's like it was like, why are you a black woman Christian? I don't know. Why why was he an Ethiopian eunuch Christian? Right. Like, right. You, those those adjectives don't take away from God's glory. Right. They magnify it. They magnify it. he's going it. out to all different kinds of people. Those exactly. adjectives don't take away from our unity. They show how like how amazing is the unity of Christ. Mm-hmm. That you can take an Ethiopian eunuch mm-hmm. and just, just a Jewish his,
0: man, uh, right? And they like bloop,
1: like that's that's unity. Unity is. isn't like oh we're the exact same. That's mm-hmm. easy.
0: And he and he baptizes him. You know I what know. I'm saying? Like, like
1: he ba- baptizes like, him into the family. Yeah,
0: like, I know. And so, like for me, I think it's just this glorious when I celebrate. And I'm not just saying it. Now, hear me clearly. I'm not just celebrating. Me as a black woman or my black heritage, but all like Native American heritage, Irish heritage, all of those things are still celebrated to some degree as a for me as a Christian woman. Because I am recognizing that I literally have brothers and sisters who look nothing like me, come from nothing like the background that I came from, but they are still... My brother or my sister in Christ. Also. Come on, give it to me, girl.
1: You see my face, so you already know I'm about to. hmm Come on. Come on. We as American Christians have lived in a culture that has systematically and systemically disenfranchised Black believers. True. Since this country's inception. hmm Like, Black churches weren't allowed to meet together. Right. Right. We weren't right. allowed to read Right. The Bible, right? We weren't allowed to like, right? Lots of white churches were complicit in mm-hmm. the ownership of slaves, right? In racist insect, all of these things, right? We can't just all of a sudden like, first white supremacy is like in evangelicalism's back pocket, and now all of a sudden if I talk about right, it's a pro- my blackness, right. that's the problem. Right. Like, why is that the problem? See, the I'm gonna tell you why it's the problem
0: because. <laughs> Ultimately, we have to learn with learn to deal with painful parts of our history without trying to ignore that that like that it actually happened. OK, just it, a prime example. I'll give marriage. I put myself on the chopping block. I can't as a married woman just say, oh, Every day that we've had has been just gumdrops and sunshine and totally ignore the painful parts of my marriage. Now, do I dwell on those things and like amplify them to the point to where it causes us to not have progress in our marriage? No. But do I reflect on them and learn from them and try to see, okay, what is it that we, you know, do or what could we have done better? Or how can we even just maybe sometimes reflect on the fact that, okay, by God's grace, we still ain't in that place that we were in. You know what I'm saying? It may not be where we need to be, but we're we're not where we were. Like that is the beauty of history Mm -hmm. and actually Recognizing and studying and accepting, you can have painful parts of your history and you can think on those things and talk about those things mm-hmm. without feeling like you gotta whitewash that or just get rid of it so that you can move forward.
1: Well, because we don't know how to deal with, with shame. Like, as as a right. culture, we don't know how to deal with shame. Which, as believers, shame is an emotion that, you know what I think. I think mm-hmm. that shame is a wasted emotion for a believer. Either mm-hmm. either we're guilty mm-hmm. and we're repenting Repent it. Yep. and going into a relationship again. Right, right. Or we're shaming and we're, like, moving away from relationship right. and hiding. Right. So, you have to deal with your shame. Right, right. You have to deal, you have to right. acknowledge your level of complicity. That's not for me to do for you. Right. I'm telling you the history. I'm telling you how it it has impacted me. I am telling you how I am moving forward. I'm not telling you to go to a confessional. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know your heart. I don't know your life. I don't know your story. So maybe don't make my celebration of mm-hmm. my history about you or yeah. trying to make you feel something. Come on. Come on. But Come that's on. just we we feel that shame and our immediate response is like, hands up, no, like uh uh-uh, uh, throwing right. that back at you. That's your fault. You're trying to make me feel bad and right. Right. Are you black you know, there's that SNL skit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the Black History Month SNL skit where they're like, All right, these three kids are gonna get up and they're gonna sing a song about like reasons to hug a black person today. And they're <laughs> like, There's a hundred reasons. They're like, number one, I don't remember, number two, and then they're like, number three through one hundred slavery. <laughs> that's the song and all the white students in the class are just like, this is awkward. So like, I get it. There is, there's definitely, you know, Mm -hmm. a cultural component where a lot of white folks are feeling Mm -hmm. shamed. A lot of white Mm -hmm. folks are feeling put down. A lot of white folks are feeling things Mm -hmm. that black folks have been feeling for Mm -hmm. hundreds of years in this country and they don't like it. Mm -hmm. We don't like it either. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I understand that, Mm -hmm. but don't bring that into your conversation with me. If that's not what I'm doing to you. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And, and clarify, if that's what you're feeling, Okay, I always tell people like I can't how do I want to say this? You may have to help me with this. I can't penalize somebody else for a feeling that I have. And first right. of all, I had you had I hadn't even given the person the opportunity to say if this or this, if it was or was not their intent. Right. You get what exactly. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you can't say that somebody is deliberately shaming you. Just because something makes you uncomfortable, you can be articulate about that and say, okay, I'm feeling some type of way. And then give that person an opportunity to clarify and say, okay, that's not my intent. Right. And then we can move from that. But a lot of times people live in the space of what I call ambiguity. And so instead of them like putting periods where they need to go or clarifying or things, it's just kind of like, well, this is how I feel. This is what I think.
1: And this is what I'm going to go with. And then, yeah absolutely i mean i have yeah. speaking of marriage i have a conversation with philip all the time like he i remember once he was like jasmine um when you empty the dishwasher could you put the two different bowls like in two different places mm-hmm. and i looked at him and he was like what And i was like i don't know why but like that just really triggered Tr- me i felt like really <laughs> shamed i did not like it <laughs> I don't know if it was your tone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what mm-hmm. it was. But like, I wanted to be like, why don't you put the dishes on? Like, it just came. <laughs> and so instead of like giving into that feeling, I was like, let's talk about mm-hmm. why I feel this way. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's your fault, but I want to process it with you. That's, that's moving towards a healthy relationship instead of just reacting out of my shame, making him responsible for my shame. Right. And expecting him to carry the burden of my shame. Right. Right. Absolutely. When really the only person who's strong enough to carry the burden of my shame is Jesus. Like, Come on. Help the people. Yeah. Jasmine having a conversation about race and ethnicity with you. I can't carry your shame and I'm not Mm -hmm. here to do that. Right. But I can point you to the person who can carry your shame. Absolutely. And I'm not here to give. I'm not here to give shame. I'm not here to make you feel bad. Like Mm -hmm. I'm honestly just here to tell you about God's faithfulness. Right. To a certain people group that I belong to whose right. stories have been lost for so long. Right. right.
0: And that, I think that's dig, such a
1: beautiful way of putting
0: that. Like yeah. that is such, a, and it's true. It's not like you just playing, you know, with words, but that, like, that is a beautiful way of saying that I am sharing. When I share with you, my experiences as a black Christian woman, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or even if, like I said, I feel like that's tomatoes or tomatoes, a black Christian woman, Christian black woman, however you want.
1: I know. Uh, yeah. Right. It, it, Grammatically, I sh- we can go all over the place with that. Christian's the most important thing, just even if we don't put it first in the sentence. Right. But when I
0: share <laughs> those experiences with you or when I share my heritage with you. For me as a Christian, now I'm not gonna say or and you as a Christian, I know I can say that about you. Now I can't right. say that about everybody because some no. people are out here doing the most. But for yeah, us, something totally different, they have a
1: different right different vibe, agenda. Different...
0: Right, right. But for us, it is about glorifying God and sharing his faithfulness to us, to people who like have come from the same space and experience the same hardships and things
1: like that. Yeah, absolutely. If I could just go back in time to young Jasmine and look at her reading all these books about these white female missionaries who are doing the thing, like being so bold for Christ and also be like, and there's other stories too. There's Mm -hmm. even, there's people that look like you Mm -hmm. like, even even somebody that looks like you can also yep. do these things. It's not just Mary Slesser. It's not just Corey Ten Boom. It's Mariah Fearing. Mm. It's Fanny Jackson Coppin. It's Amanda Barry Smith. Like, mm-hmm. look at it's so powerful. And I don't think that my white brothers and sisters can often understand how powerful it is because they're used to seeing themselves everywhere. Mm-hmm. But for a little girl who only saw representation of mm-hmm. white heroes of the faith for so long, mm-hmm. except for the occasional Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just just for funsies. Um, as I feel like I'm accessing this childhood part of myself by researching this stuff and being like, wow, this is so amazing. Like, I I want little black girls to see examples of people mm-hmm. who stood for Christ because you have you've all these people right now who are going you know Christianity is a white man's religion yada 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 okay first of all Christianity was on and popping in Africa right like right right after Christ's ascension like hello Ethiopian Hmm. eunuch okay like let's get into that um Martin Luther thought the Ethiopian church was amazing they had a lot to teach him like there there's Mm -hmm. all of these stories you know and missionaries Aren't just white colonizers, quote unquote. They're black people who are going from America to right. places, to countries in Africa and showing the gospel of Christ to, you know. And it just further illustrates like the gospel is for everyone. And it yep. illustrates that message when we show that the gospel hasn't just been living and active in white or Western cultural mm-hmm. contexts. And right. the gospel cannot be stopped by persecution. So many, like so many of my white brothers and sisters on the conservative side of the coin. I don't know what's gotten into me today, but I'm going to just say it. They're addicted to being persecuted. Like everything Mm -hmm. that happens is Mm -hmm. persecution. Like Facebook took down my post persecution. They're trying to force vaccines, persecution, like persecution, persecution. And the black church in America, Mm -hmm. black Christians in America, Mm -hmm. our ancestors in America Mm -hmm. endured a persecution Unlike,
0: Unlike any of this any today. Other. <laughs>
1: yep. Unlike any other. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet, this faithful Christian remnant mm-hmm. still survived and still spread the message of gospel and still was able mm-hmm. to differentiate between the gospel of the land, mm-hmm. quote unquote gospel, and the true gospel of Christ. Right. Like, what? How? How? Like, how faithful do you have to be for somebody who's proclaiming the name of Christ to abuse you and abuse people that you love? Mm-hmm. And you're still able to proclaim his name because you're able to differentiate right. between the hypocrisy of the person who's abusing on, you girl. and the actual word of God. Come That's on, That's the Holy Spirit. Yes.
0: Yes. And you know, you, you even jumping into this makes me think about the importance of what, what is Typically now called urban apologetics, but mm-hmm. it's really apologetics in like African American spaces. You know, right? This right. is I why I call it urban, <laughs> right? I think because I think people have been uncomfortable with saying, and they felt pressure from conservative right. sides or wherever to. Try to make this sound a little bit better when really it's it's like black apologetics. But there is a need for that because there are groups of people who are rising up to try to dismantle. The faith that we stand on, they yep. say. Well, why you a Christian? I ain't, ain't no way I'll be doing that when the white man done oppressed you and did all of this. This is why you need when when you really look at it. God uses now black Christians who know the Bible, who are truly like believing
1: the Jude three project.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and I mean, I just, I think of all the books and just people that I have, uh, that from afar have ministered to me and have helped me as a black woman defend, my faith like to people who are saying like I'm telling you I remember the first time somebody came to me me with arguments about Kemet and uh, Mm -hmm. like I was dumbfounded
1: Mm -hmm. oh I was I was in Israel I was I remember you, I
0: remember you telling us, Yes, really? I was coming out of <laughs> said, a
1: public bathroom in Israel and he was like, uh, hey sister, you here to walk the land that Jesus walked. I said, yeah, and he was like, well, you know Jesus was black, right? And just like took me on this magical journey. I did I had never heard of a black Hebrew Israelite before. I had never right. heard. He was like mm-hmm. the God chosen people were the black like he I was like, what 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 is going on here? <laughs> I'm just here to use the bathroom. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm just right. trying to see the sea of Galilee. Like, right. And
0: so it's so important for us to know and to be able to defend in, in spaces that we're, a lot of times, too, that we're pre- predominantly
1: occupying. Right. You know, I got, also, I got white friends, but yep. I'm around a lot of black people. I think people don't realize that everything we do is not just to be palatable to white people. Mm-hmm. So, woke church comes out, and white people are like woke church. Like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, Eric Mason is trying to talk about wokeness. He's, he's trying, to, and I'm like, oh, you know, Becky, Sarah, John, that, it's not for you. It's like not he, even he, about he you. wrote that for black folks, yep. who were think they think. Go ahead, Portia. <laughs> you say i was it. just
0: gonna say a lot. A, lo- a lot of people think that. I guess wokeness is something that like Christians are creating. Like Black Christians, no, this is a whole nother front where basically Black people who are not Christians are attack, believers. Right? Yes. Are attacking yes. Black believers, saying, "Oh well, you ain't woke, you know? Because you saying? believe in because, that. You believe in that white, white man's religion, right?" And so the really the point that he's making is, oh, no, I'm really woke because I am right. a believer in the true
1: triune God in Jesus right. Christ. You want to be real woke? What? Like, this is real wokeness. E- this is the gospel. Exactly. Oh. A lot of white evangelicals were so triggered by the term woke because I think that a lot of white evangelicals are used to things being made for their consumption. And, and not, it wasn't. That wasn't right. his primary audience. Now, no, secondarily, not. of course anybody can anybody can benefit, anybody can, but, you got- anybody can benefit. Yes. but you have to know the primary audience and so a lot of times i was talking to a friend of mine the other day um hey abina shout out to abina um hey abina me abina <laughs> portia and i have a, a uh marco polo mm-hmm. we need to get her on here i know um, we do but I, I was talking to abina the other day and she was like be careful because i almost got emotional because like She was just like, be careful with your platform because I feel like you're feeling like you have to defend yourself so much against white folks who are misunderstanding, misconstruing. And she's like, you have an entire audience of Black women who are hungry for the solidarity, for the sisterhood, are ready for the message, are ready for the message of the gospel of Christ, and are ready for the message of the fact that God has been active and present in the lives of Black women for generations. She's like, that's... I your heart. Right. I know that that's your primary audience. So don't get swept up. Right. Trying to cater to people who are not there to try to understand. Right. You. Right. Exactly.
0: I know sometimes people think, oh, well, she doesn't have a lot to say. It's not that I don't have a lot. You see me, and you can talk all day. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my eggs in the basket of arguing with someone who really is not seeking Right to have an, a, an understanding. My granddaddy right. say this all the time, and, and maybe it's a proverb. And all that getting, getting, a, get an understanding. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. And all that getting. So if you're not coming, even with a heart, if you're coming to be combative because you feel like, oh, I need to. Stay check her on her look what, whatever it is that she's saying or I don't right. agree with if you're coming with that attitude then more than likely I'm I'm not gonna waste a lot of time
1: which is wise mm-hmm. me I can yeah. <laughs> I'm like uh Lori from little no it's not Lori no what does he say he says he says uh oh no it's oh, how did I forget it's Mr. Knightley he's talking to Emma yes. and he's trying to tell her that he loves her and she's like no don't you know don't say it he's like perhaps you are wise but i cannot be wise (laughs) that's me because every time a woman comes to my inbox like why do you have to be a black christian i'm like i can explain it to you yeah you
0: just just gotta learn to just focus on your
1: mission you know that It's not, it's not the, the sense of, like, mm-hmm. you know, white people can't read Woke Church. White people can't follow me on Instagram. Of course they can. Right. Like, and I want them to. I want to be accessible to to all kinds of people because I believe that my message is important for all kinds of people. Right. Um, but at the same time, you have to come with a language of, with the attitude of a learner and not with mm-hmm. the attitude of an accuser. Right. So, you know oh, I'm not sure I understand this. Let me sit back and just kind of observe. Right. Let right. me, let me, let me, re, she has a book. Let me read it. Right. Let me like, let me really get a good understanding. Right. Don't jump to conclusions. That's really right. what it is. And Don't. that's not me saying white people shut up and listen. No, anybody's pages that I go to, I'm like, let me try to get an understanding it, before, right. before, before I just I make go off all half cock. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me try to get an understanding. Let me, let me see. And I, and I think that a lot of times my white sisters in Christ don't come from that place of understanding mm-hmm. in my inbox as much as my black sisters in Christ do. And that's honestly just because my black sisters in Christ, and I, we share a language, we share an experience. There's mm-hmm. there's. Mm-hmm you know, commonality outside of the gospel there. Right. That just kind of helps a lot. Right. And so I think just understanding that, you know, Hey, Black History Month is really important to Jasmine. I really don't understand why it's important, but just because I don't understand why it's important doesn't mean it's not. Right, And just because she thinks it's important doesn't mean that she thinks it's the most important thing above all other things and above Jesus. Right. Right
0: come on girl you know i'm just it's in just, no bed just
1: listening and gleaning you know from i just because we were gonna talk about social media platforms and like you know how to approach them and how to understand them but i honestly think at the beginning of black history month uh just why why it's important from two people that you know don't yep. be don't be silly you know we love jesus you, come on don't know. don't try to you know, I'm gonna play us. Ride or die, for right? You Jesus. you ain't listen to all these episodes <laughs> and think that we don't love Jesus.
0: That just right. don't make no
1: sense. You ain't been paying attention, right? So if you know that we love Jesus, mm-hmm. how about just listen, right? And if it's not heresy, right? Just listen. Just right. listen first, right? Huh? I don't. I don't really know why it would be important to celebrate the unique contributions of Black Christians i listen and find out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why Jasmine's so black and black and blackety bliggity black, black, black and proud. You know, <laughs> let me just like <laughs> let me try to understand, right? Right. <laughs> and not in the sense of like, because again, you can also get super overwhelmed because I get messages mm-hmm. that's like people just really be doing the most. Oh, I know. I know. And asking the most. I know. And it's like, I understand that you're curious. I get it. I know. I get it but there's there is a there's a plane between um asking every little thing and expecting a black woman to answer every little thing and jumping to conclusions mm-hmm. and canceling people and i just want us to find that like right that beautiful middle ground of like Listening and appreciating and conversing right. respectfully, and like at the end of the day, knowing that we all still love Jesus. I, right. That's the middle ground that
0: I'm really well. I think the middle ground is found in a verse that you often reference, uh, Romans 12 and 18. Mm, that, um, that's my verse, you know, really making a hard effort to live like to peace, peaceably. Mm -hmm. approach all things like i i I mean i say this all the time attitude is everything and so how how i the attitude that i have when i'm going into something is going to set the stage for whatever the outcome is on this um this morning on grounded we talked about this morning on Grounded. I knew she was going to say this. She Y'all, she loved me. I know you be watching me on Grounded.
1: You ain't got to tell
0: you. You ain't got to. You ain't got to like that. You
1: ain't got to. It's so funny because people people be like, uh, remember when you hopped on with our patrons and one of them was like, uh-huh. Why are you being so mean to Portia? And I was like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's her love language, guys. Because
1: I love her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, this morning on Grounded, we were talking about love is patient. And we specifically talked about how impatience is um a breeding? It's like basically a gateway scene and it mm-hmm. leads to something else. And so I would kind of say this the same thing about whatever your posture is. I see you over there, girl. What like I know where you're going? How are you going into something? Like, what's yes. the heart behind that? Is it really a loving heart when right. you you know, like when you're coming at people, are you just coming like in a self-serving, mm-hmm. arrogant way? I don't know. Go and ahead. Say a what choice. you mean. Mm-hmm. No,
1: I was, that was me saying amen. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, make a choice. Are you here to rebuke me? Or are you here to ask a question? Because sometimes I feel like people haven't made a choice before they start talking mm-hmm. and just come at you with this authority. Like they know that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like you need to decide between a question and a rebuke. And -hmm. I would advise Mm -hmm. that unless you have book chapter and verse, in context, I was
0: just about you know I was gonna say that if you gonna if you gonna say that if you gonna call somebody
1: out and rebuke them, you better have book
0: chapter and verse. Otherwise,
1: just make it a question. Just Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I never really thought about Mm -hmm. that before. Could you give me some more resources on that? That's mm-hmm. a really good question. Can you give me some more resources? That's a great question. And it she loves yeah, she loved that it. Talking to? Now, now that she got this little swipe up feature Girl, on. Oh, every other story is a swipe. I told I people know. did not believe me cuz I also I was like I don't want 10,000 followers for clout, Portia.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't I know. You like could to stay I care? Under the, I
1: could care less. Under the radar about like having numbers just to be somebody mm-hmm. you want that the- swipe up though i ain't gonna t- listen i'm not gonna <laughs> lie that's i'm jealous because i want the swipe up because i, I be love wanna, that swipe i want to link all my bible study resources and you know i, I just you know you know what <laughs> i just linked you the other day though somebody was like i'm looking for a reform woman you know who's doing bible studies and i was like it's called she shall be cold. <laughs> Thank you, boo. Thank you. You know, I got you. You know, I got you. <laughs> you know, that's my happy place too. If, if being in
0: word in the word is happy place number one, doing stuff with She Should Be Called is happy place
1: number two. So <laughs> I was like, go on, go on over to her because she's talking <laughs> about biblical literacy. And you know, why, it, why would she be looking for a black reform woman? Maybe she has a group of people who would right. be especially encouraged to know that right. god is at work in all different kinds of people yeah it's not just the white man's religion yeah being reformed is not just a white person thing right being presbyterian is not just a white person thing right francis j Grimke was doing it back in the early right. 19th century like right we it just reminds us it just reminds us that god is living and active in all different kinds of people because mm-hmm. we, we we forget yes and it's really been dangerous for black folks to forget because when they forget, yep. we can go off into all kinds of white man's religion, this, that, that. Wait, uh,
0: listen, listen. The danger of forgetting has been around <sighs> long before us. Let's look at the Israelites of old. I've been reading through they
1: the New Testament, forgetting. too. They forget. Every- no, because I just read that. So I just read that group of Psalms where they go back and they talk about the history over. Uh, it's like four Psalms yeah. all together. Because they is needed it like to- in the early hundreds, maybe, and they just okay. go back to like re- over and mm-hmm. over again, or just recounting over and over mm-hmm. again, because they Cause needed every to. Every time they needed go to ahead. remember, because every yeah.
0: time, here is the thing: when we forget, like we are prone to go astray and do. Look at every time the Israelites. Every time they got in some trouble.
1: And they used every that time, language. They used that it, language. It, they, they forgot.
0: They forgot. Every time they forgot. it was because they forgot. They forgot the faithfulness of God. We forgot the faithfulness of God in, in delivering us out of Egypt or in, you know, uh, delivering, you know, Babylonian exile, bringing right. us through that. It's like every mm-hmm. time they forgot. And I feel like that is the same thing. If we don't look at how... God has been faithful to us. This is applicable for any, you know, ethnicity, but especially for black people, we don't look at the faithfulness of God and remember who he is. It's not about us, but remembering who he is, we will be prone, right. We will be prone to forget and we'll Mm -hmm. be easy. We'll start sipping the Kool-Aid and... Well, you know what? I don't know why I'm doing this white man's religion. Well, because it starts to
1: look like the white man's religion. Come, if the right. only figureheads that you see, see that are white men. Look, come on. Come on. If I could not find, if there were literally no black missionaries, no black preachers, no black. T- if I could not find them, if they did not exist. That would give merit to the people who say that
0: this is a, a white man's religion. give me a
1: lot of pause. Mm-hmm. It would give me a lot of pause. If, if we could
0: not find the Ethiopian eunuch. Who was eager, who was reading, by the way, reading Isaiah and, and yes, right before he has met Philip comes up to him. Is it Philip or Peter? It's Philip, I think. Um, like he's reading Isaiah. He's like, okay, you know, put me on <laughs> basically. Then look, They riding along. He's like, look, it's some water over there. You can baptize me right now. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like if we did not know of those instances,
1: then it would be easy. If, if, if it was that on top of like, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. only can we not find mm-hmm. black representations of Christianity, Mm-hmm. But the white representation that we have in America is American Christianity's attitude towards Black people. Mm-hmm. Come on, if that's all we got. We, we gonna we gonna start thinking about, right. think right. about it from our perspective. Think about right. it from our perspective, you know. And 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 God says, you know what? That's not all you got. Because I've I right. Like if God chooses favorites, it's the Jews, not white folks. Right. Like, right. He right. he is, and, and like you said, <laughs> it is the story of his like. This book with these 10 women, these Mm -hmm. missionaries that I talk about, these teachers that I talk about, it's Mm -hmm. the story of God's faithfulness through them. Right. Absolutely. Not the story of their obedience to God. Come on. It's a story of God's faithfulness through them.
0: Listen, and that's the story. Listen, I'm going to give y'all a 10 second Bible lesson. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. That's the story of the Bible. Is God's faithfulness to us? When you start, you, you can't look at David and all these other people and think that they were such great people and they did this for God. No, it's because of God's faithfulness to us that we're able to do anything, that we're able to get through hard seasons, that we're able yep. to be, you know, like the, all of the women that you're writing about and the accomplishments and the things that they were able to do to spread the
1: gospel. This in a country where their literacy was li- illegal, Legal. come on, girl couldn't even read God's the word. Couldn't, couldn't even read, read the, in some states, yep. mm-hmm. and God was like, "You think that's gonna stop me?
0: Not, nah, not limited."
1: Boo. we experience so much cruelty at the hands of people who claim to be Christians mm-hmm. and we're still like we know the difference right between the gospel right. of Christ right and that what you're doing right there right. come on uh, girl. we're not gonna be fooled we're Tell. not gonna be fooled we're not gonna be deterred because we are still we believe in the, we live lives of suffering as a second class caste in America mm. and yet we still choose to trust the God of the universe that's his world is not our home right that's his faithfulness
0: baby you that, can't it, tell us, it can't be nothing else right god has kept and you mean to tell me and, that that doesn't matter right. that that's not important it matters it matters
1: because it doesn't ultimately give glory to the brown skin it gets glory to god girl
0: i'm about to just throw let me turn that's my, just like i'm gonna unplug my <laughs> mic i mean that was just a <laughs> mic drop it's all it's it's over and done but because like <laughs> that's it it's, it's not about it, the brown
1: it. skin. That don't, and don't like, this is a, this is a vessel. And God uses the vessel. Like, right. praise God. And right. the color of the vessel can be helpful. Right. But it's only helpful insofar as it helps you to praise God more. Come on. And it's gonna. Just let it. It, it does. Just deal with your own shame. Okay, mm-hmm. go to therapy, talk mm-hmm. about that. Go mm-hmm. to the throne first. Go to the throne first. Talk to Jesus right. First. first. Right. And then if you, you know, and then let <laughs> him use to, a therapist. Let him, use a, therapist. Let him <laughs> use a mentor to, so, you know, just help you out so that you can mm-hmm. deal with your stuff. And then come back over here, girl, because I want to tell you right. about his faithfulness in the life of these women.
0: Absolutely. And you need to call
1: him down and listen. Because it's good. <laughs> it's good. He's good. And it's not about them. It's about him.
0: <laughs> Amen. I agree. Okay, yeah, I got all kinds of There's sirens outside. Of sirens, sirens. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's IQ. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, you got a hard. You got
1: a hard stop. I'm
0: yeah, go. yeah. I got a hard stop. I got another meeting. Um, I got another meeting. y'all she love me. Like that's all. That's all that mean. When she does that, I just smile.
1: I got a message the other day from somebody who was like, "Hey, do you have any more of the president's song? I'm not even kidding." <laughs>
0: I'm not even kidding.
1: I'm not even kidding with you. Then y'all, y'all, do you, wait, you have any more wait a on minute, the Wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. Y'all, don't be encouraging
1: her like that. What hey, are y'all yeah. doing? <laughs> Dude, I love it so much. What is I was y'all like, well, you know, I've been working on a little bit of like Grover Cleveland because he got to be president twice. Uh uh-uh, uh. No, no, baby, no. Baby, so no. So you can sing it and then you can go <laughs> and uh-uh, sing it again.
0: Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Sweet Tea is a podcast <laughs> produced by the Area Code Network. <laughs> To learn more, visit www.AreaCodeNetwork.com.
1: Rover, Red Rover, can Grover come over? And then he comes over <laughs> and he comes again after Cleveland. Oh, gosh. I don't know how. How are we? So then that means that Donald Trump is not the 45th president of the United States because Grover Cleveland served twice. So that's weird to count him as two people, right? He's just like the one. So then Donald Trump you, would be 44 and then Biden would be 45. Like
0: you... You're not
1: finna do this to me today, okay?
0: Like, Red first Rover, of Red I-
1: Rover, can Grover come over?
0: uh uh-uh. No, no, no. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. McKinley! <laughs> Roosevelt again, but a different one. He had polio when he was just a son. Oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. Y'all have a nice day. Peace. <laughs> this is an Area Code podcast.